0: After these messages we'll be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Wine. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors.
1: Hey everybody, welcome to After These Messages, where we bring you hot takes on commercial breaks. That's right. We're here to talk about TV commercials, good ones and bad ones, and ones where people say weird shit like this.
0: As you crank, you control all the action.
1: My name is Andrew Walsh. I crank and I control all the action. My friend here is Genevieve Haas. Hello, Genevieve. Hi, Andrew. Are we friends? I hope so. Are we best friends? Well. Are we lovers? Yikes. Not a good way to start the show?
2: No. Hey, lover.
1: <laughs> what have, is that?
2: Isn't it that, that... Well, no, that's not what she says. The uh, I'm just thinking of the commercial we watched for... Um, oh, it was the tvguide.com, and they called each other like 15 oh, different right. endearments, the yes. last one of which was lover.
1: Yes, and then neither one of them worked again, nor did the copywriters. Uh, I have a special treat for you on the show today. It's game time um, here and after these messages. I have come up with a game that was... Um, well, I... Mm, Seemed like a fun idea. Okay. The task of putting it together quickly became tedious. Sure. And now I'm thinking that the tedious side of things might take over for the rest of the show. But I ask you to give me three minutes and then... If you don't like what you're hearing, then you can fast forward to the end of the show. Where oh, I thought we you were ha- talking
2: to me, and then and then you're like, nope. if, if you're not enjoying it, you can get up and leave after three minutes.
1: No, I need you <laughs> to put up with my tedium, both on this show and off. Right. Um, but to the listeners, if it's not working for you, definitely, you know, fast forward to the end of the show, because I have a really fun jingle I want to play for you. Um, it's a duet. It's a rare after yeah, if, these messages, Jingle Listener, if jingle, it's really bad,
2: duet, we'll put some time codes in the description, and then you can just yeah. uh, <laughs> do what you want.
1: You ever watch a um, YouTube video now? Did you notice that you can see in gray, like which parts of the video people have watched the most
2: oh no i didn't know what i mean i might have noticed those gray parts but
1: you can see spikes i noticed it today because i was watching some really uh, almost all of the commercials that we're going to be talking about today come from the 80s mm-hmm. and some of them were found deep in the depths of um <laughs> let's say like an hour long or two hour long like youtube montage of 80s commercials that somebody made and posted right and you could see the spikes along like the scrubber position dot at the bottom you could see the commercials that people landed on a lot or mm. went to a lot because there would be big spikes there
2: oh interesting no, i haven't it noticed is that feature
1: yeah it is interesting i didn't tell it very interestingly but that's it so i want to tell you what the game is um you know what i'm gonna get the game music going now and then I will explain over top of it what the game is because I think the music itself might be a clue. You recognize that baby don't you? I
0: do. It is the prices right the prices right.
1: The one from the uh, from the 70s or 80s I think, which is just has a just a touch of the little (laughs) horny. I'm trying to think, I was reading the the comments below this and people were really excited about the shakawaka sound Uh of this particular version. I don't know that Drew Carey has that these days.
2: Yeah, I have to confess something. I know what The Price is Right is because I'm an American who doesn't live in a a cave. Mm -hmm. But I didn't really know what it was growing up. Oh, really? Oh, I I loved it growing up. It took me until I was into adulthood to know what Price Is Right rules refer oh, to. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and so it's a it's one of those sort of things where I'm a little bit of a I've always felt like a cultural faker. Interesting. Vis-a-vis Price Is Right.
1: Well, just so you know that that whole like Price Is Right rules of like if everybody guesses over, then there's one. Do- you're playing against yourself here. So that whole right. one dollar thing I doesn't know. even come into this. I understand yeah. that,
2: and I do know what the Price Is Right rules are, but like I. I'm I'm just trying to illustrate that like th- this is a this is a cultural phenomenon that I've always like just you know pointed and pointed and laughed along with uh-huh. everybody else like-, like
1: peewee herman and peewee's big adventure when he's sneaking into the mgm studios and he's with a group of people <laughs> and one of them is telling the end of a joke <laughs> and the end of the joke is i was talking to the duck and Pee-wee just laughs really hard and repeats the punchline <laughs> and sneaks in with the rest of the group that's what you've been doing culturally with the prices right for years <laughs> okay yeah, right exactly. are you familiar with peewee herman
2: well, even that was, I was sort <laughs> late to the game, but I have at least seen that.
1: Do you know this scene I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I do. It's right before he walks across the Twisted Sister uh, music video scene. Um, anyway, so here's what I did today. Here is what I did today. I think I might have been somewhat influenced by, well, the fact that I had to put a show together today and I had a different idea that wasn't working out and I was clicking around. Can you
2: tell me what the other idea was or would it spoil this idea?
1: I can tell you what the other idea was. Um feel like i'm so i'm so insecure about this quiz that i'm just like (laughs) i'm just stalling here um the original idea was you know i've been obsessed with my um with my new project which is to fully strip down and restore our cast iron skillet which you found at like a flea market or a yard sale in new hampshire probably almost 20 years ago anyway
2: oh at least yeah i mean yeah, yeah, yeah yeah not
1: at least we We've only been dating twenty one, and I think we might have been living together when you got that.
2: Yeah, maybe we were living together. So, so, but over well over a decade.
1: Yeah. So anyway, and when you got it, you know, it's a New England garage sale. You don't know if that stuff goes back to the twenties or the eighteen hundreds or whatever. I actually think it go. This one goes back to the twenties or thirties. But anyway, I've been restoring that thing and just trying to take off layers and layers and layers of old um, crud and seasoning and burnedness and whatever. And I. One of the things I love about the skillet, and this is something that I think you planted in my head a long time ago, probably talking about the skillet is it's a precious few objects in our life that get better with more, not just more age like wine, but more use. Yes. Like a cast iron skillet or um, a leather saddle or anything leather or denim.
2: Yeah, it's vanishingly few items that uh, that improve like that with age. And, yeah. and cast iron is one of them that I, and that's one of the things I love about it.
1: And Does, I was surprised. I mean, surprised... this thing's over
2: 100 years old at this point, yeah. probably.
1: Yeah, or maybe about 100 tops. But um, that got me thinking okay, let me look up some lists of other products that fit that category and then maybe somehow quiz you on what the products are by playing bits of audio from the commercials. And I got stuck on my very first one. I was surprised to learn that headphones, some really good headphones and some really good speakers, but specifically headphones, get better after listening to music like a hundred times with them or something. Really? There's, some, there's some sort of, a you're because it's it has something to do with the membrane that's vibrating and you've loosened it up. I, I don't know. I'm sort of extrapolating here from just a couple of like that's
2: fascinating Popular
1: mechanics articles so that i'm like oh great i'll start by looking for a uh headphone commercial and then i just couldn't find a headphone commercial <laughs> except for beats by dre and it's just people walking around with headphones on right. and then i just started like going further and further back looking for things and in doing so i came across some department store commercials for stereos back in the 80s like a kmart commercial for like a a, a you know cassette player, record player, AM, FM, two speaker thing and it's that, kind of, we don't talk about these commercials a lot but it's that retro commercial where they actually talk about how much money something is right, like, yeah. or even a grocery store come to A&P we have apples on sale for whatever a pound and so I looked for as many commercials like that today. I came up with a list of 10. These are all from the very late 70s. I think we have one from 1979, but mostly the early to mid 80s. And I have gone through and I've beeped out the actual prices. Okay. And I think I was also thinking about this. Not only did I kind of stumble back ass into it, but... Um, It just got me thinking about the fact that I've lived most of my life not paying attention to prices because I'm privileged and I'm an idiot. Oh, that's what the world needs, right? Another privileged (laughs) idiot white guy. Um, But I'm really bad at like, you'll ask me how much something was at the grocery store. I'll be like, I literally don't know. It was the yellow box. We buy the yellow (laughs) box and we needed the yellow box. Like, that's what I bought. Um, Like
2: for me, I've never looked, I've never bought something without checking the price.
1: Even in a grocery store? Even in a grocery store. But like, you know, you need it
2: yeah, I know I need it, but usually there are, I mean, unless I really need a specific brand and even then I'll Mm. check to see what it costs, but I always look to see if there's a, a cheaper version, particularly grocery store things where outside of a few things, I'll just take, I'll take whatever the cheapest within reason is. Mm. I mean, you know, there's, I have some, I have some sensitivity to quality, but, um, like there are some sort of like spaghetti sauces that I won't eat that are like that I won't buy that, oh, are, yeah. that I don't like. Yeah. yeah. But but almost anything else, you know, if it's if it's a staple, if it's a if it's a basic thing. Um, I mean, I always at least look at the price.
1: Well, I, I think I'm getting a little bit better at doing that. And also prices are front of mind for everybody now yeah. because we're living through this you know, historic inflationary time and it's bananas. But I also think it's interesting. So when I'm not going to quiz you on all of this stuff, but the tedium snuck in as I started (laughs) thinking to myself, yeah, but how much do these things cost today? And it's interesting because some products are actually way cheaper today, even just flat price, forgetting about inflation because of where we are in technology and what do we put value on and what do we not put what value on. What can we produce on? more cheaply? And what can we just produce more cheaply? Yeah. Um, so anyway, I, I, I've said a lot, but we're going to go through this. I'm going to play you the audio of these commercials that have been scrubbed of the actual prices, and I want you to guess what the prices at the time were. If you want, uh, we can also get into a conversation about how that compares to what they cost today. And okay, so you I also say, have that information. Yeah, when I say, if you want, I mean, I spent a lot of time. I call I called a restaurant today. <laughs> I called a restaurant in Lakewood, Washington what? today to get the answer of how much something was. We'll get to that in a little okay,
2: bit. Okay, I definitely want to hear that story. I
1: think you will. Okay, so this first one, I thought this would be a good place to start because you bought one of these recently for us. This I sure is did. a... Oh, you can see what I'm building up to here? Yeah. Yeah, okay, so it says grill in my notes here, and it is a grill. This is a commercial for Kmart. I'll show you the visuals later. It's very endearing. You have this um, guy dragging his brand new grill that he got from Kmart into his backyard, and he's doing a little jig while he does it. Um, I don't even know if I have to play that for you on the show, or if I can just show you after the show, B, since the listener can't see it either, but um, so this is, I'm gonna put this in pretty early 80s, maybe 83, 84, he selling this grill that you'll hear described here but it's basically exactly like ours it's not weber brand mm-hmm. so it might not be as good quality it's like char- they'll say it and it's like Char-Broil brand or something yeah. but it's a um you know it's a a, a coal a charcoal grill basically yeah the metal charcoal grill yeah that in it that is like kind of standard height take a listen
0: came is your saving store where you're done. Using the Charbroil Kettle Grill, a great way to please a crowd. Durable steel, porcelain finish with large 22 and a half inch cooking grid and adjustable three position fire basket. Broil, smoke, or slow bake with Charbroil just through Saturday. A small Sounds price healthy. to pay to impress the crowd. K-Marty.
1: Isn't that a great jingle, by the way? It is, yeah. yeah and that, that description
2: of the grill, uh, very nice. Yeah. Sounds a lot like the one we bought. So, Grille, charcoal grills have not come... I mean, there have been a few little advancements here and there, yeah. but by and large, it's a metal can with a grate on it. Yeah,
1: for the charcoal ones. Now, of yeah. course, most people, I think, these days, probably, I would guess... Is that guess, true? You know, that is interesting. What is what is? We didn't more, even consider a gas grill. No, but we also... A gas grill. We like our charcoal grills and our manual transmissions in this house. There's no accounting for that. But if
2: I could get a car with a hand rolled down, hand crank window, I would get one.
1: Do you re Is that true?
2: Well, oh, that's I,
1: a safety thing for you.
2: It's a safety thing. And it's a repair thing because it's very hard to break a yeah. window that can be rolled down manually. And also, it's very hard to drown in a car with a yeah. window that can be rolled. You down do manually. think
1: about that a lot, don't you?
2: I think about it every day.
1: Um... I got an email I've from somebody. I've never
2: even come close to being in a car that's in the water, by the way. It's not some like buried trauma. Right. I just think about it.
1: Unless you've totally pushed it so <laughs> far down you don't remember. Um, <laughs> uh, he saw Copland at a very young age. Isn't, Cop, that, isn't that part of it? Yeah. I mean,
2: there's, I mean, there's a million movies where people drown in cars. Yeah. Uh, that fall in the water.
1: The, I got an email from somebody today because I was talking on my other podcast um, about how I was driving back from Denver in a rental car, and a big rock hit the windshield at like eighty miles an hour, and it immediately—it wasn't just like one of those small chips that eventually grew. Like it immediately created a big dent in the window with a bunch of little cuts spiraling out from it, or cracks, I should say, one of which grew very quickly across the entire windshield. Those was the worst. One of those I had seen in a long time.
2: I'm so happy that happened in not our car. Yeah,
1: exactly. And I and I was saying, like, in my mental stage of having to drive about another, what, like 500 miles, 600 miles with it that way, maybe even a little bit more. I was telling myself intellectually, I know these cars are built for safety. This is not going to collapse in on me, but it was also right in front of my face, sort yeah. of. It wasn't, it wasn't a distraction because it was below. It was whatever. Um, but I got a note from a listener who was well-versed in this stuff and said it's actually these um, plastic safety... Um, films that you cannot see that keeps that all together so yeah. it's not a structural threat because I could I could lean forward and feel on the inside of the glass. I could feel the crack. It felt yeah. like it was going all the way through um, but the listener then just went on to say that's also one of the reasons why they really recommend keeping tools in your car in case you ever found yourself trapped in your car that you could break out with like small little hammers and whatnot. Yeah,
2: they make kinds of things that you can have on your keys that are like a mm-hmm. sharp metal, not sharp point, not sharp, very sharp but like a dull point that you can break a window yeah. with.
1: So anyway, we're i it a lot of thought. halfway through the first question here. So you bought one of these grills for us recently, I a did. Weber brand. Do you yeah. remember how much that was? I
2: do. So it's 199 new, but I mm-hmm. got it um through like a it was new but it had been like bought and returned. So the the box was kind oh, right, of chewed yeah. up, so the the grill had never been used. But I love a bargain, yeah. so I got it for one seventy nine. You
1: got so yeah. And I had here a, this this grill, and again, Weber might be a slightly better brand. Um, I'm not sure. So I I put today's rate around one forty to one eighty is about the range yeah. for these things um, today. What do you think this uh, cost back when this aired? buying it from Kmart in I'm going to say like
2: 83 84. I'm
1: going to guess $79. $79 you are a bit high there my friend $34. <gasps> if... Inflation is a bitch. <laughs> Take a listen to and again, I'm giving you all kind of flat numbers here. I'm not taking in consideration what today's dollar is. Is equal to yeah, for whenever no, I, this I'm, commercial is. I'm trying to
2: about. guess him in, in 80s dollars.
1: Watch this little guy come out with his grill. He's so happy.
0: Introducing the Charbroil Kettle Grill. <laughs> he's doing a little jig. A way to please a crowd. Durable steel. You
1: know, he, you know, he's got strong energy of. He's got strong energy of. Um, a character that. The husband and the Americans. Like, if he was just trying to be super, super American, why can't, you know? Phil? Phil. Does he have a little bit of Phil energy and his dorkiness and his excitement to do a very American thing in his backyard, like
0: grill?
2: I. Yes, so he's a little more cartoonish than Ben yeah. Phil.
0: three-position fire basket, broil, smoke, or slow bake with char broil. Just thirty-four dollars through Saturday. A small price to pay to impress the crowd.
1: Yeah, he's laying it on a little bit thick for Phil, but don't forget the line dancing. I mean, he could lay it on pretty thick himself.
2: That's true. Thirty. How much was that? $34? Thirty-four dollars.
1: Thirty-four dollars. You would guess like um. I guess like seventy-eight that. or something. Yeah. yeah. Okay. This next one is for a grocery store, so there are several products listed in here. I will break them down for you. Let's take a listen to the audio first.
0: This week at a there's a savings break in every aisle. The savings start with a beverage you can enjoy all day through. 8 o'clock bean coffee. A three-pound bag is just... Then there's an item no kitchen should be without. Quartered Kaiko margarine. A one-pound package is only... At A&P. And for dessert, there's cool and creamy and page ice cream. A half-gallon carton in all flavors except butter pecan is just... This week, every week, there are lots of reasons you'll do better at A.M.P.
1: Except butter pecan. Pecans Why? Are expensive. Is it because they're more expensive? I'm sure it is. It's not even a good ice cream flavor. Uh, I love though. butter pecan. Yeah, you like praline. I love a which praline, which is a kind of a version of that, right? Yeah. So if you'll recall, so two of the brands, by the way, don't exist anymore. Okay. But the first one was eight o'clock coffee, a three-pound bag.
2: Three-pound bag of coffee.
1: This was a little bit hard to find. The closest I could find was a forty. Two ounce bag, I think three pounds would be forty eight. I might, might, either way, it was like six six ounces off. Okay, for what today's is, but what do you think the three pound bag cost back in nineteen eighty when that aired? A Gosh, three co- pound bag of coffee. Three
2: pound bag of coffee, but. I mean, coffee, we pay a... Well, we don't yeah. pay anything for coffee because we have a generous coffee benefactor, but... <laughs> thank
1: you, Barry. Thank
2: you, Barry. But if we did pay for coffee, we would pay quite a bit for good coffee a and for a pound, pound of bag. it. But yeah, a, but they
1: still make grocery store brand coffee, but yes. our culture does have higher expectations for
2: coffee. I don't even care about our culture. Like, yeah. uh, you and I have very high standards for our coffee, but three a three-pound bag of grocery store coffee...
1: It's 8 O'Clock brand, eight o'clock still o'clock around. 8 O'Clock brand.
2: And it was in the early '80s. I'm gonna say eight dollars.
1: It was five ninety nine. Okay, but so I'm getting very closer. close. Very, very. close. I was in the neighborhood today. A three pound bag of that for less, uh, for slightly less, actually, would be twenty one dollars. Yeah. So significantly more expensive.
2: Significantly more expensive, but like I think, like if we were buying a pa- one-pound bag of coffee, the the kind that we like, it would be over ten dollars. Oh,
1: certainly, yes. I this is again the same brand. Now, when
2: I went, <laughs> I went camping with uh, my sister and um, and my friend, a couple, uh, I guess last year, and um, my sister. Not that she doesn't have great taste, but she just doesn't think of. She just doesn't like care about coffee in the same way that, that we do or Especially that I do. Especially in this part
1: of the world. Yeah, we kind of...
2: And so we were packing, we were like going to the grocery store for our big camping trip uh, shop and we we're sort of dividing up our list. We want coffee, we want, you know, bread, we want whatever. And um, my sister grabbed a reasonable, you know, container of, of pre-ground coffee and, and put it in the, in the cart. And I saw it and I was like... And I was like, hey, uh, you know... Do you remember what
1: the brand was?
2: I don't. It was just... It was, you know, maybe like... It was something kind of generic, Green Mountain, Mm -hmm. maybe something like that. Yeah. And I said, I hate to be this person, but I'm going to... I'm gonna. I'll gladly pay you the difference. I'll pay for the cot for the good coffee, but I'm gonna get some good coffee. Were you, you
1: able know? to actually find good coffee? that well, that's the thing. I was on the road recently, and we were just in a grocery store, and it's kind of like you know, you can get Starbucks or Seattle's Best or whatever. There, even
2: even now, there's like, it was there was there was enough options there that I could like find something that I liked mm-hmm. better. Um, and my friend who was with us said I saw that go in the cart, and I'd thought. Genevieve was gonna swap that out.
1: <laughs> But your buddy didn't mind as much. I know who this buddy is, but yeah. we're keeping it anonymous. But um, she doesn't really
2: drink coffee, so she, oh, she, she was, she's a non voter
1: oh, That's an interesting detail. Okay, gotcha. So anyway, okay, so you got the coffee. Um it, that bag would have gone for six dollars back in the eighties, twenty one dollars now for slightly less. Um, oh, was it
2: six dollars or five dollars?
1: Five ninety nine.
2: Oh, okay, so I was very close. You were
1: very close. Um about two dollars off, I think. Okay, the next thing that they mention in the commercial is margarine, but it's not a tub of margarine. I don't know why I think this is so important, but this is like (laughs) um, sticks of margarine, and together it all equals a pound. Yeah, was this
2: a time before they had like spreadable... A thing that came in a tub. No, we had Country crack back then, right?
1: Yeah, I think so. And then I got wondering like, can you even still get margarine and sticks? Yeah, and you, you can. can. Yeah, and I found some. I could not find whatever this weird brand was. It started with a K and an R and a Y or something. Um, I don't want to go back to the commercial right now because it'll just take up more time. But I did find Lando Lakes. Now, I think that you accidentally saw my, my I sheet did. before. That was my I'm fault. Sorry. So uh, I'll just give this one to you. How much was the one pound of margarine and sticks back? In the early '80s, forty-nine cents. Forty-nine cents. (laughs) Do you want to take a stab at how much it costs today? I don't think you saw that.
2: I did not see that. Um, A pound of margarine in stick form today.
1: Lando Lakes, which is the, I mean that is the The uh,
2: creme de la margarine. Um, Let's say four ninety-nine
1: one dollar and 79 cents oh wow yeah way more affordable than you thought although i wonder if that's a uh a demand thing as in maybe people aren't looking for stick yeah and margarine i haven't bought
2: stick margarine in forever but yeah. i do buy a lot of margarine in a tub yeah which is i can't believe it's not butter which i do believe it's not butter so they should just call
1: yeah. it not butter yeah now we get it we get it that's what they should just call say it. we, get it. You, you we get, get it. you get it you get it yeah
2: Get it. It's not butter.
1: Now, this was another hard one for me to find uh, a modern day comp for. They were (laughs) selling.
2: You get it. It's not butter.
1: You get it. It's not butter. (laughs) A half gallon of ice cream. It's hard to find half gallons of ice cream. You can find quarts. You can find Mm -hmm. things that are kind of... But it's hard to find a half gallon. So I did... And this is not exactly fair. I took a full gallon for today's uh, prices and then just cut it in half, which really you're... you know. But let's start with... Not quite right. Back in 19... Let's say 80 or 81. How much was this half gallon of ice cream? Not with pecans.
2: No, not butter pecan. What is the brand...
1: Do you remember? It was like and something. Do you want me to play it again?
2: Play it again because brand of ice cream really does
1: make a difference. Yeah, that's another reason. There's I th- a this huge. Was, I spent way too much time on this ice cream <laughs> question. I really did. Here's the whole this thing. This
0: week at A there's a saving. Isn't there just something comforting aisle, about this s- sound a of this? Commercial? You can enjoy all day through. 8 sort 8 of. bean coffee. A three pound bag is just. <laughs> then there's an item no kitchen should be without: quartered Kaiko margarine. A one pound package is only at AMP. And for dessert there's cool and creamy Anne Page ice cream. Anne Page ice button.
1: cream. I looked it up. It's you can only find Pinterest boards dedicated yeah, to it at this point. That sounds like
2: a defunct brand. All right. I a think, half yeah. gallon of Anne Page ice cream. A pound of margarine is forty nine cents. Uh three pounds of coffee is uh we said six dollars. Five
1: ninety nine back in the day.
2: Um I'm going to say pretty cheap. Um two ninety nine.
1: $1.29, dollar right. twenty nine, actually, for a half gallon of ice cream. And again, I couldn't find a real comp, but I think like a, a gallon of generic grocery store brand ice cream. Uh, if you chop the price in half, you get like two ninety nine. I think it was like oh wow, yeah, six dollars or something. Along ice those cream lines. still
2: a lot of bang for your buck. Still folks. a lot
1: of bang for your buck. So go out and get yourself some ice yeah. cream.
2: But only you richies out there get the butter pecan.
1: Now. Here's another commercial featuring a man with a grill in his backyard. Okay, But it is not an advertisement for a grill. In fact, it's the opposite. They are trying to woo him away from the grill and to a Burger King so that he will buy (laughs) a Whopper. And so he's out there grilling and then all of a sudden when when the voice of God, when the narrator comes on and says how cheap a Whopper is, he goes running out of his yard and then you hear some other people around the neighborhood. They're like, what? And then they all go, you'll hear a cartoon zing sound as everybody races and disappears off the screen, the
2: the 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 uh, impact of inflation or lack of impact of inflation on fast food pricing, yeah, is I, defies imagination to me. I don't know how fast. I, I'm not saying it hasn't gone up at all, yeah. Um, b- but relative to inflation, don't you think fast food prices remain at some of like the most, like they they they're really almost in some ways as close as they have ever been to to their like 80s pricing.
1: Yes and no. Let's for let's, let's let's pause that conversation until we get to figure out what. So this is a little bit later. This is 1988. Okay. okay. So for now, just focus on what you think th- is beeped out. Again, whenever we hear the beep in these commercials, it sounds like something filthy is going on. Hold on to your tongs, America. Come to Burger King. And- he said, "Hold on to your tongs in case you were unclear because the guy is grilling." Yeah. What in I His heard back. was,
2: "Water your tongues." Water
1: your tongues, America. Slop
0: them up. <laughs> Hold on to your tongues, America. Come to Burger. King and get a big juicy flame broil whopper for just <laughs> incredible. Yup. <laughs> you're kidding? I, no. <laughs> Unbelievable. You bet your America. Come in and let Burger King do your flame broiling for you and get a big juicy flame broil whopper for just <laughs> after 4 p.m. I'm blown away. We like it's you. funny
1: because I don't think that the competition F- of Burger King is getting people away from their grill. No. It just seems like a very different.
2: Yeah. Don't Very stop at McDonald's, activity. America. Stop yeah. at Burger King after 4 p.m. That's isn't that's that key. interesting. After 4, that's, so with, that's where they're seeing a dip.
1: Totally gets rid of the lunch thing, yeah. but I guess dinner time too. People are not um, buying as many Whoppers as they want for. I think it's dinner.
2: the. I think it's that in between times, and yeah, and dinner time, more people are like at home eating dinner. I'm gonna go for a cool 99
1: cents. Genevieve has you nailed it. Where's the bell? Where's the bell? On your computer. All right. it's a good ring, too, on that one. The bell's getting old. Um, it was exactly 99 cents. You're right about that. I want to show you this commercial. Take a look at these visuals and maybe help the listener along with it, Veeves. Uh, although I think I did a pretty bang-up job describing it going
0: Blood in. What of your tongs, America. Come to Burger King and get a big, juicy flame royal whopper for just 99 cents. Incredible. Yup. <laughs> <laughs> he goes running away.
1: He leaves his... his uh, his apron behind, because he's running
0: so fast. Come in and let Burger King do your flame broiling for you. And get a big, juicy flame broil Whopper for just 99 cents.
1: There it is, 99 cents. Now,
0: Genevieve, everything that you said
1: before about um, how cheap fast food prices have remained, I think you're right. This was a tough one for me to price out, because there's always all kinds of deals, right? Yes. And the Burger King did recently have like a when i say recently i mean like kind of in the past 5 years or so they did have some sort of a really cheap deal the closest comparison now is you can the, oh they used to have a two sandwiches for $5 this is the thing
2: right now that i feel like yeah, all of us is doing though. they but all of the fast food places are doing this um like the big chains are like a really ch- a whole lot of food for a few bucks so like for $10 you can get you know four meals basically but you have to get all four meals right and i always think like who are they appealing to like for one thing i only eat fast food like that when i'm by myself steeped in my own shame when no one can see me Mm -hmm. and like i just don't i don't know who the audience i mean there may there must be one i'm sure this is based on market research but is it like is it young people who are like hey let's pool our our cash
1: or well probably a lot of people just chomp it all down because that's the thing. The sandwiches are not that big either. Like they have these dollar menus, but like they're I believe they are slimming down like the amount of food. Like even with was it Wendy's big famous dollar menu, but they were like baby burgers or whatever, right? Yeah. Like I think they make it seem like because here's the deal. I think what Burger King has now is something like you can pay full price for a burger and then you can maybe get the next burger for one dollar. So but again it's like kind of two for almost 1 or something but yeah. I priced it out and again this is not a specific deal right now or anything but without a meal without anything else if I want to go to the Burger King up on Aurora not far from here and I actually the website made me actually go to my local I typed in my address it says this is the closest one how much do you think a menu item a regular one patty whopper is not with any kind of a, a sale or a bogo
2: 459
1: Seven ninety nine, and I do think that that is something specific that I'll bet you. If we tracked that, we would have seen a huge difference in the past year, if not two years. But
2: granted, this is not the re- the ninety nine cents is not the real price of the Whopper. No,
1: this was this a was special, an after four yes.
2: p.m. during a, some special yes. sale. Um, I wonder, like I did not realize it was as high as seven dollars. I knew I'm the seven
1: nineteen. I knew the
2: Impossible Whopper was expensive, but I thought it was because of impossible but still though
1: is that not super especially especially as me somebody who doesn't look at prices very often and would very likely maybe like today like i went to subway i just got a sandwich i have no idea what i paid for (laughs) i i remember i gave a three dollar tip so it was more than that um but uh you know i went to subway i didn't get them i didn't want their soda and i didn't want their chips and so i just got the sandwich i'll bet you i paid eight dollars at the very least. Yeah. I'll bet you I paid 11 or something before tip.
2: Yeah, you know, you're right. I think what's contributing to my perception that fast food has remained cheap is their marketing, which is mm-hmm. they advertise these insane deals of like, you know, if you order in this particular way, you can average out a sandwich or mm-hmm. a, or a menu item to $2 or something. But ultimately, the way most people order fast food is, I'm going in, I want this menu item or these menu Mm -hmm. items, and I'm going to have that and I'll just pay what it costs. But you have a perception in your head that it's a cheap meal.
1: Yeah, yeah. In fact, I was trying to do a bunch of research on some website called like menu prices or whatever, but- those haven't even been updated since, like, 2019 or I want a Whopper. Which I, would, I would
2: murder you for a Whopper right now, which by I the way. Which I wouldn't
1: usually um, care about, except just the price spikes between 2019 <laughs> and 2022 are just absolutely astounding. So I think there's something very specific about where we are in the culture right now. Um, okay, so I want to move on to another restaurant. This is the one that I called today. This was really <laughs> hard to get a comp on, I'll be honest <laughs> with you. This is for a little restaurant that used to be a much bigger restaurant. And now is only in a few select locations. I'm talking, to my friends, about Sizzler. Listen to this. Also, listen to this, like very carefully, because they are doing some smoke and mirrors here.
0: Dinner at the Sizzler starts with a hot, juicy steak right off the grill, baked potato and cheese toast, combined with all the fresh fruit and salad you can eat, all the hot, steaming pasta you want, plus a build-your-own tostada bar, all for only. Steak, fresh fruit, salad, pasta, and tostada bar. Everything you want for one low price. Only $5.99.
1: Oh, I didn't edit it out. What do you think it is? $5.99. You're right. <laughs> that, um, I was going to guess a little higher. I was $5. gonna guess, $5.99. I was going to guess $8.99. Um, now, here's the deal. It was really com- like Sizzler was known for its all-you-can-eat salad bar, right? Which I think was a very hefty salad yes, bar. Yes, we
2: used to go there with my grandparents all okay, the time. Okay, so
1: you know this well, but like the steak wasn't part of that. It wasn't it wasn't no. all you could eat steak. You would get a steak and then all you could eat fruit and vegetables, it It was says. still
2: a very... Yeah. It was a, still a lot of food. I'm mean, I was about to say a good deal. I think that sort of elides the fact that the steak was like not good yeah sure of course <laughs> um <laughs> i always think of that story you told me about your grand your grandfather like going to like a denny's he'd always something. go to an
1: applebee's and complain about the steak <laughs> it's like and it's an like, applebee's you're ordering at an applebee's and then i've always <laughs> told that story as an example of my grandfather who like he's a big you know like he was a big meat snob yes. you know like he would go to the literally he'd go to like the west side market and you know get his meat and cheeses but then, like, and butters from me but,
2: couldn't do the math on applebee's
1: yeah, so that was always the point of that story, but then the new point of that story is I got a steak at Applebee's when I was on a road trip last summer, and it was kind of good. <laughs>
0: like,
1: it was up. way better than I thought they it was going to be. They may have upped their game. Maybe, yeah. This would have been, like, in the 90s when my grandfather would be sitting there grouchy because his Applebee's steak wasn't good. I'm like, Grandpa. I did misremember, get the though. the chicken fingers. Yeah,
2: right. Get, the, get what they... Get play to their strengths. Right. Always play to the strengths.
1: Exactly. But I will
2: say, I misremembered and I thought it was more like a, a Denny's or a Shoney's or something. I think it was like Applebee's. Which Applebee's is, isn't the craziest place to order a steak.
1: They it's, have grill in the name. Yeah. Grill and bar. Um, so you heard that was five ninety nine for like this. Man, s- as a kid. I think that the, the, the steak this, is part of that price, I think. That is
2: wild. Because all I remember as a kid was we would just get the, they would just give each of us kids like, Go nuts on the all you Can eat salad mm-hmm. bar, which really was like, I'm not saying any particular item on it was great, but there was a lot of items and a lot of different kinds of items. You know, there was yeah. like a tostada tosta yeah. bar, and right. there was a whole like array of puddings and cakes, and you know, there's, there's yeah, every they kind call of it salad bar, but yeah. it's, just, it's
1: all. All you can eat, all kinds of a, stuff. It was a basically, buf- it was a buffet, right? Or but it the, was but a... the, you're still ordering your steak separately. Yeah, or, there was another, and they had seafood too. So there were all kinds of like all you can eat shrimp along with your steak. It was really hard to find a good commercial that would kind of um, just give a base price because that's the thing. Again, it's a lot of moving things around, right? But that's yeah. still an amazing deal. So I could not find any online um, uh, references that I trusted for the price of this stuff today. And Where's the I near was Sizzler? On, the Near sizzler is on Tacoma way in Lakewood, Washington. Okay. And I called it today cause I, it said, um, you know, I was on their corporate website looking at the menu and it says, but check with your local restaurant for prices, which makes sense. It's franchising. Like, yeah. Yes, I will. And I said, yes, I will. I've had good luck reaching out to, well, (laughs) commercial creators and getting good responses, as we saw (laughs) on last week's show. Um, So why not call somebody who's making minimum wage or possibly under minimum wage plus tips at a sizzler in Lakewood, Washington? Don't you have to make
2: minimum wage now in Washington? I think
1: you do. Good good call. Um, We
2: upped it to a living wage, so they were happy to answer your question.
1: She was actually very nice and helpful, although I do think she might have thought I was pranking her at first. (laughs) Uh, in a
2: sense you were she
1: answered the phone no i never she answered the phone and i never misled anybody um she answered the phone uh and said hi and i said do you have any um all you can eat deals going on right now (laughs) and she said all you can eat (laughs) she was not familiar (laughs) with the concept and I said... There, she, she's like, that's the
2: only thing we do here. Well, no,
1: I don't know if... The, I said, no, I said, well, you guys used to be kind of famous for all of your kind of various all-you-can-eat promotions. I wasn't sure if you had anything like that going on right now. And she said, oh, well, we do have the all-you-can-eat salad bar, yeah. which I imagine is what you're describing, yes. that has everything, the tostadas, if they yeah. still do that. Probably pretty heavy grazing there. Yeah,
2: salad bar is is a wildly... It's a mis- it's a misnomer.
1: How much do you think that is today, though? It was five ninety nine, along with the pasta and all that stuff.
2: Sixteen dollars.
1: You're close. It was eighteen ninety nine. Yeah, so in, in the ballpark. And then she said, "And, and it's now, a,
2: fair, a very fair deal." At by this the way. point,
1: she just thinks I'm a very hungry man, and she says, <laughs> "Also, we have an all you can eat shrimp thing that would be nine dollars more. So Same I can get really all you can eat shrimp at Sizzler." I mean, well, I'm not too proud. I always get, I'm not super, uh, I'm finicky, finicky about food, but I'm not super squeamish about, I think, a lot of foods. Maybe you'd argue that. But fish and seafood, I don't, I, I don't.
2: I promise you the shrimp they're buying at Sizzler is the same shrimp we're buying at the grocery store.
1: You really think so? Absolutely. When I'm buying it out of the butcher area?
2: Well, I don't know where you buy it, but I will buy a bag of frozen shrimp.
1: Oh, I don't usually buy. I I only buy shrimp from like the butcher where. Well, it was they frozen it right before they gave me. it yeah. to you. Um, anyway, me,
2: it looks fancy when it's in the on the ice like that. Yeah. It's not.
1: Eighteen. I've lost my place here. <laughs> Yeah, eighteen <laughs> ninety nine and then another nine dollars for all you can eat shrimp. So yeah, you know, it's like nineteen dollars and nine dollars. So I mean it's still it's, it's still a lot though. But anyway, shout out to the people in Lakewood. She was very helpful, by the way, and very yeah. and she treated me with the respect that I don't deserve. Um, okay, I'm going to play another commercial for we you gotta here. We've got
2: to stop talking about food because all I want to do is yeah. go to Sizzler and then Burger King. Let's I want to f- bang, bang, Sizzler and Burger King.
1: <laughs> Let, somebody beep that. Um, <laughs> all right, I'm going to play another commercial for you here. Apparently, my beeping finger wasn't always accurate today, so let's hope that I've edited this one. I don't want to grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. I got a million toys of toys that I can play with. If you don't know what I
0: You want Atari's 2600 video game system only for a Toys R Us. Only for Activision's Pitfall 2 cartridge. Only for the Decathlon cartridge and just for the Space Shuttle cartridge. More games, more toys. Oh, boy. I want to be a Toys R
1: Us kid. All right. So basically, it's the Nintendo... Six. No, I'm sorry, 2,600 game system and then three games. I'll give you a hint here. Nintendo Veeves. or
2: Atari? I'm sorry,
1: Atari. Um, Those games, it's a weird thing they do in that commercial where he lists all three of those games and says the price of each game. Yeah. But it, they're all the same price. Okay. But Jeffrey the giraffe sort of inflects them all differently. It's a strange move, but they're all the same price. So let's start with the Atari game well, system. I don't
2: question Jeffrey's sales techniques he's the consummate sales giraffe
1: where do you think jeffrey is now i worry about is jeffrey one of those giraffes that share is looking after
2: is share looking after some giraffes
1: no what's share's thing it's like with elephants or whatever but there's always scandal involved oh my gosh this is all news to me Oh, it's a whole thing with Cher and her elephants. I'm saying I don't know about Cher and her elephants. I'm the wrong person to be breaking this news But I hope Jeffrey's not there. There was a whole documentary about Cher and her elephants, wasn't there?
2: I don't know, man. I can't keep up with all the documentaries. Okay.
1: Anyway. Yeah, Cher saves an elephant in a Pakistan zoo. The um, documentary is called Cher and the Loneliest Elephant. But then something happened recently where I saw on Twitter, like, she was just like, Apologizing into the Twitterverse, but not really referencing what she was talking about, which always catches my attention. So then I was like, reverse engineering Share, like, why are you apologizing yeah. in all caps about not knowing? If, what if, was they, going if on? they try
2: to cancel Share, I will come for anyone who tries to cancel Share, I'll come for them.
1: Yeah. Well, one week ago, world's loneliest elephant seen splashing a new jungle home after Share's rescue. So yeah. that's good. All right. So if someone anyway, accuses
2: Share of something, I will need to see video.
1: Yeah. No, and also she's been, not only is she an amazing human being, she's also been through a lot herself with that um, bozos. And that remember when we married. got high
2: last night and watched and listened to um, "I Got You, Babe" and decided it was the best song of all time?
1: You know, I remember I thought first of all it was two nights ago, I believe. Well, but, like I said, yeah. But also I thought it was um, you're so vain that we were really vibing. First, on. First we were really vibing
2: yeah. on Clouds "I Got in You, Your Babe." Coffee? I got you, babe, and then oh, okay. we've decided to 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 keep the vibe going with. Uh, you're so vain.
1: But what was the song? Was I th- okay? All right, that sounds about right. So we put on the Sunny and Share song first, and then made a radio station after out of it. Yeah, or
2: right. we we decided to then move then do this some Carly good. Simon. We should move on. Yeah. Let's okay.
1: Move on. All right. Uh, but what's the other song that has been in my head since Sunday? There's a third song that we're really vibing on on that same radio station that was. Um, the guy who's saying, "Listen, I don't want a relationship. I just want to come over because the
2: I'm not talking about moving in, right? And I don't want to change your life, mm-hmm. but there's a warm rain blowing the stars are around, mm-hmm. and I really want to see you tonight. That's the one. I think it's
1: a warm wind. Warm no? wind. It's no. not a warm rain. Uh, that was beautiful, and all Thank I did you. was criticize. I'm being a real Sunny Bono here. Sorry. <laughs>
2: um, You're the Sunny Bono of this relationship. <laughs> oh, don't say
1: that. That really makes me sad. He was abusive. Wasn't he? Was he? Oh, was he not? I always thought he was.
2: Uh Or maybe I... he was
1: just kind of like he like managed her career to his own. That
2: sounds plausible. Benefit, but she was at his funeral. Like I never heard oh, anything okay. especially bad about Sunny. Oh, good.
1: Or... I always had this dark cloud in my head about him. I thought maybe he was a bad man.
2: Clouds in your coffee?
1: Clouds in my coffee? My God, listeners, have you already skipped to the? Um duet at the end of the show
2: i'm gonna put the time code for right now
1: how much do you think um do it about three minutes <laughs> <laughs> how much do you think the atari system cost back in i don't know the oh, mid-80s Gosh, i'm gonna I feel probably like the, early 80s, i feel like this say. is
2: high but i'm gonna say 49 dollars.
1: it was almost exactly 49 dollars. really Forty eight eighty four. 84 sweet but here's the weird thing how much do you think each of those games were including super pitfall 2 12 bucks. oh no it was pitfall 2 i have super pitfall anyway go 12 ahead. bucks 2997 oh wow okay. the game is essentially going for 50. I'm sorry the the system is going yeah. for 50 and each cartridge is about 30. that's so how huge. they get it yeah exactly i'm trying to think is it that much difference i have an xbox one i buy the video games directly from the online store now the cheapest one i can get unless i'm just like really just like bargain shopping if i want a game of any kind of note it's like 60 dollars yeah and the xbox cost how much when you got that for me as a gift I mean, I would. $250 or something something. like that. Yeah, Yeah.
2: but I mean, it doesn't take much. It doesn't take many games to um, exceed the price of the system. Yeah.
1: All right, I'm going to play for you this commercial here, Vives. You can actually watch this commercial. I did no editing because this is the commercial for the actual product, not the store selling it. Um, I stumbled on it in another commercial that does have the price, but take a listen to this. This is the Baby Talk doll, which I think was pretty popular when we were young, but it is creepy.
0: Yeah. Hug me, mommy. I'd like to be picked up. I love you, baby. Talk. Can I see?
1: Now, this little girl's brother just walks into the room and says, "Can I see?" It's I can't actually, wait to
2: see how this handles gender roles. It's actually kind
1: of sweet, really. Yeah, it's the, interesting. The doll does say, "Mommy." Yeah, it is true. But I wonder if the I wonder if they're actually trying to target like boys in this commercial too, because the boy shows a lot of interest in this, given talk the me, era.
0: Mommy, I'd like to be picked up. I love you, baby. Talk. Can I see? Mhm. Peekaboo. Peekaboo. Eat me. Eat me more. You are hungry. I'm sleeping. Can I hold her? Then the little brother overnight. holds the baby. talk. I love you. Pick her up now before she's gone from galoom. That
2: really is very sweet from the Galoob. way the, the way the brother is so invested in it. Yeah. And yet I'm sure it doesn't say anything uh. to daddies.
1: No, I'm sure not. You know? It's kind of interesting It's though, a huh?
2: strange choice marketing-wise to have the a little boy so invested in it, which is a nice message, but like I don't think is reflected in the
1: product. In the product itself. Yeah. How much do you think that baby went for back in 1987?
2: <sighs> wow. Okay. Um. $19. 1987.
1: It was more than $19. I want you to keep guessing. It was more than $25. (gasps) Keep guessing.
2: Oh, my God. $40?
1: Genevieve, I'd like you to keep guessing. $50?
2: Genevieve,
1: I'd like you to keep guessing. Up? $55. $99 Ninety nine for that doll. That Tell is me, I am wild. wrong. I don't even remember what this commercial was for. Oh, it's for Gold Circle. I don't think you had Gold Circles where you lived. But What's a, a Gold Circle? It was a department store oh, kind no. of in, in in my neck I'd of the woods. i never even wood. heard of it. And I think this was a, this started off weird because Gold Circle had this kind of interesting logo that was a G, but it sort of looked like a maze from above. And this commercial sh- starts by showing a bunch of Christmas shoppers trapped in a maze, which I think they're playing off their logo, but it's weird. <laughs> but then they're saying it's like hey christmas shopping is like being trapped in a maze or something and then they start talking <laughs> about toys it's it's it was the 80s everybody hey, was like cocaine
0: shopping can be hectic so much to do, which way to turn? But there is a store with the best selection and low prices every day. It's Gold Circle, where every toy in stock is now twenty percent off, including Fisher Price, Lego, and Milton Bradley. Baby Talk is now fifty-five ninety-nine. Do
1: I stutter? Six, Fifty-six dollars for that toy. I couldn't even. I had so much trouble coming up with. Like, something that would be close to that today. Now, there is something I mean, called a, that's the thing, doll technology has come a long way and trends are different, right? Like, the hottest thing last year was, like, the rainbow kids or something.
2: Yeah, and I don't know, I don't, we don't have kids, and I don't watch a lot of kid programming, so I don't see what toys are advertised very often. I have a hard time believing that children today are, that these, you know, digital natives are interested yeah. in a, in, a, in an animatronic Yeah. Toy. I mean, I'm sure they're interested in in toys that, um, you know, have some sort of artificial intelligence uh, quality to it or react and, you know, that are interactive in that way. But like, I can't imagine that a rubber thing that like moves is is very, very you know, current right now. So it's really hard to think of an analog for this.
1: I found something um, close to this that, but I don't even know if it Not talked, these re- honestly. These well, reborns. I want to talk to you about something else there. No, no, no. Don't look at my screen right now. because I, I found something <laughs> called like the, Carolee Baby, that was like $45. I found something called Baby Born that is $35. But yeah, I was going to talk to you about what is a reborn doll because I found one of these things. It is creeping me out. It really does, I guess, look like a real baby. This thing goes for $57 on Amazon and it's going to haunt my nights. It's going
2: to haunt your dreams. Yeah. Reborns are a whole thing and they are mostly sold, I believe, to adults. Um, and i saw a whole documentary oh. about about them i think it was like kind of a not a very like it wasn't like the kind of documentary that everyone talked about on netflix or anything like that but I'd i just like share ones. i caught it on on youtube or something and they are these hyper realistic dolls and I, these ones are sort of mass produced and are only like 55 dollars or whatever but there are ones that they sell for hundreds and hundreds oh, of my dollars
1: God.
2: and they are Sold to people, they, they sort of fill, and I don't mean this in a gross sexual way, but they sort of are an analog to to real dolls,
1: oh.
2: which are obviously sex dolls, in the sense that they fill a need for people who want a thing in their life that mm. makes them feel like they have a, a mm. real person. I see. And so it's a lot of women who collect them, not exclusively, but often women who collect them and dress them up and kind of treat them like children or grandchildren. And, you know, far be it for me to yuck anyone's yum, but let's just say it not for me.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, at the... sur, And I'm not trying to be a snowflake here, but at the surface, it does sound like, ugh, (laughs) you know? Yeah. But I do know that... Wasn't it on this show that you and I were talking about, like, some sort of product that is actually aimed at... um. Like kind of bringing company to older people or people who are living through dementia or whatever, like some sort of like robot. It was like a robot thing. Do- dog or a cat or yeah, something. yeah. So that yeah. kind of got me thinking a little bit more. Like I want to be a little bit more generous if somebody is in some sort of a, a a mental capacity where you can't where you you can't give life and care to somebody, but you but need that feeling. Yeah. So yeah. there might be some sort of medical science behind it, but also there's a lot of weirdos out there too.
2: Yeah. It can, both can be true. Yeah,
1: exactly. So this next commercial is for um, something called Consumers. Genevieve, have you ever heard of Consumers? A, I've heard uh, of Consumers. You have? No, I don't oh. know. I
2: mean, like the, I just meant like the word.
1: Yeah, I've heard of Consumers. The word. This is, I, I think, some sort of department store, and it features Shirley Jones. <laughs> there was a
2: department store called Just Consumers. I believe so. I'm going to well, play they really you this gave, audio. They really didn't. They really called that brainstorming session early, didn't they? Do you
1: remember Shirley Jones? Of course. She was Brady, yeah, the, right?
2: No, no. Partridge Family. Partridge. And, And among many other things, she was a huge star. I mean, the Music Man. Oh, okay, Like, Shirley Jones, major
1: star. Well, you can't see her here. I'm just going to play for you the audio. This is her talking. And then a voice comes in and gives you some prices.
0: Consumers Catalog showrooms sell name brands at surprisingly low prices. I was amazed. And these low catalog prices are in effect every day.
1: Now you know. So actually, I misdescribed it. So it's like some sort of like a, we have catalog prices, yeah. but we're a showroom. It was like
2: Costco before Costco. Huh. Not that they're saying wholesale, but like, yeah. you know, Costco's thing is you come to the store, but you get the wholesale price. Yeah.
1: We, uh, don't worry about where we got this. Are we going to have it next week? Who knows?
2: Well, there's a. am getting the hang of Costco, everybody. So I'm I'm learning the ropes there. But it sounds like consumers' hook was catalog prices, which I guess was a thing when catalogs were a thing um but you get to come to a showroom
1: so back to shirley
0: consumers catalog showrooms sell name brands at surprisingly low prices i was amazed and these low catalog prices are in effect every day Now you know why I'm so attached to consumers. And if you shop consumers this week, you can save even more with specials like Toastmasters Continuous Clean Toaster Oven for only $38.94. Okay, apparently we didn't beep all of these.
1: No, I guess not. So I'll just keep going on that. I Um, guess it
2: was (laughs) (laughs) $38.94.
1: Yeah, and I'll update you on on what the the modern (laughs) prices are.
0: And these low catalog prices are in effect every day. Now you know why I'm so attached to consumers. And if you shop consumers this week, you can save even more with specials like Toastmaster's Continuous Clean Toaster Oven for only thirty eight ninety four, Or Samuel's Compact Microwave Oven, now only one fifty nine eighty six. Even Hobart's famous KitchenAid food processor is sale-priced at $169.90. Consumers wrote the book on today's best way to shop and smartest way to save.
1: I didn't beep any of those. I wonder what I was thinking. <laughs> I had a lot of work to do today. This was actually a complicated segment to put together, even I believe though it's it. not really paying off. But, um... So this is where I thought the prices got really interesting because technology has come so far and mass producing this shit has come so far you know if this commercial was this had pretty i don't know maybe mid 80s vibes to me you know i rem- I think I remember living before we had a microwave maybe not maybe we had a microwave my entire life but um I feel
2: like I remember i I feel like I have a memory of us getting our first microwave. Yeah,
1: I, I can picture our first microwave um, very clearly. It seemed like a kind of a seventies, maybe very early eighties thing. But like
2: once, when I was in high school, our house got broken into, and oh, yeah. we had a broken microwave, and it got stolen. And my parents were like, cha-ching. Oh, because
1: insurance.
2: Insurance covered it. Do you ever look and into we...
1: whether or not your parents actually broke into their own house
2: <laughs> just to get rid just of to get... just to just to defraud the insurance companies of exactly. one one microwave.
1: Um, so that toaster oven, thirty eight ninety four back in the mid eighties. Today you can get a toaster oven for about forty four bucks. Sure, you know, and probably even cheaper than that. Frankly, I was trying to shoot for the middle. These
2: kinds of like, um, uh, like kitchen products, and particularly these like special multitaskers or unit, uh, you know, these 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 specific uh, cooking items. Like we have a, a food, a ninja foodie. I'm thinking of like the the pricing for those kinds of items is. All over the map. Like, if you want to get the lowest uh, quality or like the lowest, the cheapest brand, you can spend a tiny fraction of what you can spend on the on the most expensive brand. So I feel like, particularly for kitchen yeah. tools the range is just exactly and the
1: same with all of these The like, mic- like what
2: was the cuisinart you know back then what did that cost
1: right the microwave that they were advertising was like some sort of a mini microwave that was 160 bucks about and today you can get one of those for around 80 you can yeah. probably get a cheaper one oh for yeah even, even less. cheaper yeah Um and then the food pro- i do think this is interesting that the food processor which is more of a i like, tried and true in a certain way but more basic instrument you're not using radiation or whatever microwaves use radiation well microwaves i think they use radiation very specifically the kind that turns um worms into radiated worms that can take over the world am i wrong about how microwaves work i think so yeah okay interesting um but a food processor back then was the most expensive thing on their list at 170 and i think it was a
2: new technology yeah
1: a food processor really spinning blades
2: Yes and no. I mean, blenders had existed for a mm. long time, but food processors were really a a, a product of the '80s. You know, I was, didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, I, I associate that with like um, a lot of trend food trends of the '80s, like was the invention of the with came along with the invention of the food processor. All right, I'm I think our s- Hamilton Beach food processor probably is not that far removed from the one they're advertising
1: here. I'm going to skip ahead a little bit. This is a Sears commercial. This is the first one I stumbled on that I think made me want to do this show. So you guys can blame this commercial. This is for a stereo aimed at getting – this commercial is aimed at parents to get this for, like, your teenage kid um, for Christmas, I believe.
0: More super values from Sears. You could buy either one of these Sears compact stereos because each is on sale for just – you could buy one because it's got an AMF receiver, a cassette or 8-track player recorder, a record changer, and two speakers. But the best reason. <gasps> Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas Kathy. Kathy. Sears, where America shops for value. Yeah, Kathy got hers. Wow,
2: so an 8-track Player,
1: yeah. So s- you could either choose the eight-track version or the cassette, but it would either have mm-hmm. w- space for one cassette or one eight-track. Wow. Record player on top, AM/FM receiver and amplifier, of course, two speakers. Yeah.
2: I mean, I know it was seventy-nine, but that's a pretty sweet gift.
1: Nineteen seventy-nine.
2: I'm gonna say sixty-eight dollars.
1: One hundred and forty-nine dollars ninety-five. <gasps> wow!
2: I, sh- I knew I was guessing low. Yeah,
1: and I think th- that's where it was tough. Like back then. There were all kinds of, like, when you wanted a sound system, this was even kind of before boomboxes were all over the place, right?
2: Not well before, but before. 79, yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, I think you would see maybe in some very early rap videos, maybe even 1980, 81, you might see people on the street with big portable stereos of some sort. Yeah, the history of the boombox would be an interesting thing to know. But um, you could see systems out there. Like, I saw another one that was, like, two speakers, a turntable, cassette and something else, but they're all separate units right and those were going for almost a thousand dollars back in the early 80s so it was a little bit hard to pinpoint this one down but um, this one was 150 now how how do you possibly compare that to what you would get today because <laughs> I mean, I nobody wants that shit today yeah. nobody wants anything big and bulky None you'd want exists. a Bose speaker that you can plug your your iPod in. <laughs> your iPod sorry that you would just <laughs> and plug in like the language is off that you would Bluetooth in I did every find- five
2: minutes the the mode changes. You know? There is
1: something kind of cute from some company called Crossley or Crowsley that is a, um, they're clearly, it's like mostly little turntables but portable. They're modern but like retro looking. Yes, clearly, I've, seen, I've seen those. They're really cute. Oh, have you seen that brand? Yeah, I've never they're heard they're that very, brand before. They're very cute looking. And so they have one that is definitely appealing to this thing. It's got uh, it's called the 1975T. It's got a turntable system with Bluetooth. So you can Bluetooth into it, a CD player, and an AM, FM uh, radio. And, and the speakers come with it, just like it did in the 80s. And how big are the speakers? I, I, you know, good question. I think comparable. Like, you know, probably like probably like four feet high or three feet high wow. or something.
2: Who, has, who wants that in their house? I could be, I maybe guess, I'm guess, exaggerating. I'm bad with measurements. Like a, maybe
1: two and a half. But Sorry. still, like... Yeah. You You know, like the big boxy speakers like the old days. Yeah, no,
2: I know what you're saying. Like, I guess guess the point if you're getting that thing is you want the look.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. And also, of course, this sent me down a little rabbit hole of looking back at my first um, stereo, which was a a clarinet, a realistic clarinet. Realistic was the... um, Radio Shack brand for stuff like that, yeah. and the clarinet was the model clarinet, 122. Double cassette, record player, didn't have high-speed dubbing yet, but man, I listened to so much like Genesis and Paul McCartney on that thing.
2: My first uh, sound system was a boombox.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, you're a kid. Um, what do you think, if you were to get that kind of crossly, is it crossly?
2: I think it's crossly.
1: If you were to get that... Retro set today. How much you think that would the
2: whole the whole shebang?
1: Yeah, a couple of speakers. It's probably Um, not the highest quality, honestly. All Probably right. appealing more to um
2: three hundred dollars.
1: Yep, exactly. Nice two eighty nine ninety five. Congratulations. You don't ring your own bell. I ring my you do own not bell. Ring, you do not ring your own bell. Um and then should we do one more of these? Okay, one more. Sorry. Uh clock radios and radios. this is something I was actually just in the market for myself recently. Oh, I don't know if I <laughs> beep this one either.
0: <laughs> of course. Okay, <laughs> it's music for mother's day from ge this fm am digital clock radio with led readout and music alarm is sale priced at just hmm. and this fm am portable radio that works on house current or batteries is just <laughs> special something like says
1: old batteries i've listened to that a million times
0: <laughs> That
1: runs on house current and old batteries, he says, or batteries. Um, So that's just like a little kitchen radio for people old enough to remember little household radios and a clock radio. How much was the clock radio back in the day, Genevieve? AM FM clock radio. $24. This was 1980. It was 29.87. I
2: actually almost guessed 29 dollars.
1: You can get the modern equivalent of that, like not fancy, yeah. just like very basic, for 15.79 today. I Cheaper. just
2: I just bought a cool clock radio that um, charges my phone.
1: Yeah. Um, that it has a cool display. It's, it's really, very retro modern looking.
2: Yeah, it looks like wood, but it has like the the um, numbers come through through the wood uh, in like a light. You know, they are just in just like bright lights and you can dim them and it has it's very nice looking and it does it charges mm-hmm. my phone just by sticking the phone on it and i think that was like 35 bucks
1: yeah and then how much do you think a household radio was back in 1980 just am fm Oof. you can plug it in or put in old batteries
2: that i think would have been cheap i bet you that was 15 bucks uh,
1: 1877 okay. a little bit more than i thought about no I'm about $23 today I mean there's such a huge range it's hard to say what the modern version is because nobody wants radios anymore (laughs) didn't you have a colleague
2: who couldn't believe you listened to terrestrial radio yeah
1: she thought I was joking when I said I was listening (laughs) to the radio I'm not even joking she thought I was making a joke she started laughing and I had to say why are you laughing um because I said I was listening to the radio in the kitchen she's like what you <laughs> in the kitchen, um, but I recently wanted a small little AM/FM radio so I could listen to my Mariners games. We have this house now, so I want like a little radio for the garage. I want one for my bathroom down here. So I bought this cute little retro-looking thing. I knew it was going to be. It was only fifteen dollars on Amazon, so I knew it wasn't going to be great. But man. Does it sound terrible? Yeah. I'm like, just for listening to Mariners Games and sports radio on the AM dial, I don't need to spend more than fifteen dollars. It turns out I do. Yeah. I need to either go to a, a thrift store and find good old radios or do. actually plunk down, you know, thir- at least thirty bucks or something for a radio that doesn't just like sound like the rattle of its own vibration, you know what I mean? I do. You do, do you?
2: Well, I mean I would never listen to a baseball game, but I understand the concept. <laughs>
0: Is
1: talking at
0: me
2: I don't hear a word they're saying. only the echoes of my mind
1: so every now and then um, somebody will email me text me post something on social media and tag me in it and say oh my gosh this looks exactly like Andrew and <laughs> I I'm not somebody I don't think I could, I don't think I'm insulted like, oh, that person isn't as good looking as me. I don't consider myself a very good looking person. But I do think that people just see a man of a certain age with a beard who's dressed schlubbly with his shirt untucked. And they think that's me. And it's like, no, I'm just kind of a type, a guy who gave up a long time ago if he ever (laughs) tried to begin with, you know. But it is true. I mean, maybe specifically in the Pacific Northwest, just like chunky glasses, beard. Your glasses aren't balding. that chunky anymore. I guess they're not that chunky, but they're a kind of glasses. But um I saw Jacob. I don't and honestly I sound like I'm kind of criticizing people. I, I like that people are thinking of me. In fact, sometimes it's very flattering cuz the people are much better looking than me. Somebody at a live event recently, um a couple of weeks ago was saying, "Oh, you look like the guy from Gearheads or Gear Top Gear?" Top gear, yeah, and that guy's way better looking than me. He's got a full head of hair. I've probably got like 10 years on him, but um, you know, I'll take that. Anyway, somebody named Jacob posted on our um, Facebook page, I legit did a double take thinking that Andrew was in a commercial, not as much as when they got into a closer shot, but the wide shot on this guy. Wow. Now, Genevieve, I'm looking at this (laughs) before I hit play on it. Did you see this on the Facebook page? No. And I am thinking, okay, I know I have a beard, but what are you seeing here? Because when he <laughs> embedded the link...
2: How am I presenting?
1: When he embedded the link, it gives you the little preview image.
2: Uh-huh, I and i can
1: show you quickly wait. what the preview image is, okay?
2: Yeah. Well, is that guy black? <laughs>
1: yes! So I'm looking at it and I'm seeing this man who is probably a black man who's, you know, probably a hundred pounds lighter than me or 70 pounds lighter than ten me. Years,
2: ten years older than ten you. Ten years older. But also, yeah, light, better smaller looking, than
1: you. Black. Also black. And wearing a like a gray button-down <laughs> shirt and a gray hat. And I am like, Jordan. Sorry, Jacob. <laughs> I was so flummoxed.
2: But this is not who he was thinking of.
1: No, then I clicked on it, and it turns out there's another bearded man in the commercial. But I was seriously staring at this thing, saying, like, really? Like, I will take it. I will take it. Yeah, I
2: mean, congratulations, I guess. (laughs) But
1: no, it turns out this is a commercial for Snickers, and this guy that I was seeing in the preview is, like, the audio engineer sitting behind a radio board, but he's working with voice talent who is in the booth, And the voice talent is the guy who is is my type, we will say, where he kind of has uh, characteristics like me. You can tell me whether or not you think this guy looks like me or not. Um, The joke here is he's in the booth and he starts by doing the wrong commercial, the voiceover guy, me. Me starts doing the (laughs) wrong commercial um, because he hasn't had a Snickers, right? So he's off his game. It gets all confused. So take a listen. Dip into Typhoon (laughs)
0: Cove. The metro area's most outrageous indoor hey, water. Hey, Carl. Pool. Yeah. We're doing Snickers. We did the water park yesterday. You didn't invite me. We didn't actually go to. Was it fun? Never mind, Carl.
1: Then it says it's confused when you haven't had your Snickers. Do you think in that faraway shot through the glass, this guy yeah, looks like me at all? He
2: really does.
1: Should I be the show pick on Facebook? Yeah, today? we'll do it.
2: We'll put it as a show pick. He doesn't look like you when you get a close look at him. No. I mean his face to me does not look like your face, but in this shot
1: He's probably got more hair than me, but he's got the very big has, forehead. He has like a big me. forehead yeah. like
2: you. His beard is a little more full and longer than yours, but um, he's also more gingery than you, I think. Oh, yeah. I think you read as more ginger than you actually are.
1: Maybe. I used to be much more redheaded when I was a kid, in, yeah. especially in the summertime. But then I'm going to scrub ahead here. You don't think I look like this guy, the the audio engineer, You don't look right? like the audio engineer. But you sort of wish I did. Well, I mean. I mean, part of you does.
2: I mean, I wouldn't be sad. <laughs> Head council,
1: it's jingle time.
2: this is bet and nikki we are calling from western new york and we have a jingle for you there's
0: There's a place place i I know in ontario Ontario, where sea life kiss so the story goes amazing amazing shows that friendship (laughs) cope everyone loves greenland You'll be spinning, diving, soaring high A rolling coaster ride will fly you to the sky Now you know what to say when you leave here today Everyone loves Greenland what? Love you, Andrew and Genevieve Bye That
2: is phenomenal How good was
1: that? <laughs> I love the energy. That was amazing. Part of it. I don't want to be critical at all because I love that. That brings so much joy to my life. Part of it at times reminded me of that bit that they sometimes do on comedy, Bang Bang, where somebody starts singing <laughs> and the other person has to pretend like they, they know th- what the lyrics are, no. even though it's all being made up. But the that spot. was so
2: great. And like that that's great. quite a jingle to remember that much of. Yeah. Was... do you know
1: anything about Marine Land? No, not a thing. I had to look it up and I'm like, there's no way I'm going to be able to find whatever this was, Marine Land. I've never heard of that. All I would had to do was type in Marine <laughs> and it's like, oh yeah, it's in um, Ontario, I believe. Take a listen to this. Niagara Falls you got to admit they nailed it they really did they totally nailed it that was an amazing jingle (laughs) I love it I'm just gonna play one more thing for you today as you could tell I was um, going through a lot of uh, old Kmart commercials yes and I came across this one I'm not going to sing it for you but while we're in jingle time here I found a Kmart radio ad from 1962 I'm not building towards anything here other than the fact that I just really thought this was a great jingle take a listen they
0: got ranges, heaters, power tools, they got TV toasters, waiting pools, they got hi-fi hammers, hoses, rakes, they got all the very finest makes. Stop and shop at Kmart, get the best in name brand merchandise, they guarantee the quality and discount. The price they got washers, dryers, bassinets They got sprinklers, toasters, wire nets. They got broilers, records, vacuum cleaners, barbecues to roast your wieners. Ranges, steamers, power tools. They got TV toasters, waiting pools.
1: They got. 9-9. And then it just fades out um there. That you know, whoever posted that to YouTube put it up with a montage of old, like old photos of Kmart back in the 1960s, and like. Even by the time you and I were kids, like Kmart was known as like kind of the, we weren't too good for it, but it was the lowbrow place it was to a go. Cheap there was nothing place to special shop. about going. Yeah, to Kmart.
2: it was a place you went, you know, to save money and and definitely like maybe there was a little bit of, I don't know, sort of social opprobrium mm-hmm. uh, associated with it. Not not a tremendous amount.
1: And I don't like to have like um, nostalgia for times before I was alive, or maybe better put like I don't like to have that um, idea that everything was better back in the day and kind of fetishize earlier generations but seeing this little slideshow that this person put together of the early days of Kmart is a reminder of just like wow, Kmart, when it was brand new, was probably a kind of a special experience. You know what I mean? Even the Kmart, even like the logo and stuff was probably like kind of like flashy and modern. And am I, you think I'm wrong about that maybe?
2: I don't know if you're wrong. I do think that, I mean, the evolution of a, a store that had everything and that's what the that yeah. jingle is really getting yeah. at. Speaking of, that jingle is amazing and yeah. I want to hear somebody sing it. So this is my promise to you, the listener. You call up our jingle number, you sing that whole song, I will send you a present. What are you gonna send? I don't know, but it'll you'll be glad you got
1: it. Are you sure? Yeah. Huh? Can't be anything of mine.
2: No, I'm gonna. It'll be something
1: good. Okay. <laughs> okay. Didn't we try to send somebody Zima, but that was illegal? No. What was that? Oh no no. Uh, Pepsi Crystal Pepsi. Crystal Pepsi. Did we ship any of those out?
2: I don't know. Did we ship? We did. We we talked about doing that. Did we actually ship some? I
1: think I probably just drank it all. That's, that sounds more <laughs> plausible.
2: I swear. I promise. I absolutely promise, very seriously, call the jingle line, sing that jingle start to finish, and you will get a present. Is that
1: for everybody who does it or the first person? No, first person, person that who does, does it? it. Or the person who does it best. The
2: first person that does it completely.
1: Okay. Okay, but not necessarily good.
2: I mean, what's good? I mean, it's not like it's not like Pavarotti's singing it.
0: <laughs> you can sell anything. Anything.
1: Your insistence on finding out the home addresses of the listeners is I getting gotta, I gotta weird. got to go one by one. You're going to extreme I, lengths.
2: I really want to redesign the logo, and if we had already redesigned the logo, I would send them a t-shirt or something with the new logo, but Andrew's sitting on a bunch of logos that I've sent him, and he won't. No, I, I worked them. on
1: them as far as I can take them, but then I think we need... Listen, listeners, we need logo help. We have some ideas. We've gotten really close, but they're not... I'm not yeah. a graphic designer. Yeah, so we'll maybe pay.
2: if you if you are a graphic designer or you know a graphic designer, we will pay you to help us get this logo over the finish line. We're super close. We we have really, mostly conceptually what we want. We just need someone to make it not look like. Two amateurs maybe.
1: exactly it. so if you call our voicemail line and sing us the kmart jingle we will allow you the no <laughs> bid, we will <laughs> no, grant you the no-bid contract Wait, those are what? two
2: different offers
1: 607-444-5597 is the phone number 607-444-5597
2: email us at after these messages show at gmail or visit us on the facebook group
1: all right everybody that was um well long and tedious but it's was fun at the end, yes yeah. So, <laughs> thanks for sticking around. We'll talk to you next week. Poppy, uh, red doctor guns couldn't stop me.
0: I burn headband my eyes.